This podcast is brought to you by Social Attraction. Self-development, dating, and lifestyle design for men. For more information, visit www.socialattraction.co.uk. Removing toxic people and influences from our lives will completely change our day-to-day activities. It is not just limited to the time that we spend with these toxic people. It is their ability to change our thinking and to make us more emotional about what we're doing and to take us away from what we actually really want to do with our lives. What I would thought I would do in this episode is talk about a few ways in which people can influence your thoughts in a toxic way. Toxic people is a bit of a generic term and it can be quite difficult to actually be precise about how people may be affecting you in a negative way. So I'm just going to go through a couple of them and nail down exactly what's going on. So the first one is when people ask you leading questions. And by a leading question, what I mean is they ask you a how come question. And the important aspect here is to listen to their response after you respond. So if it plays out and someone says, how come you did that? And you say, honestly, well, I did it because of this. And they then say, well, actually, I think you're looking at it wrong. They've asked the question to start off with as a lead in to offer you their opinion. These happen all the time. And we have to be aware of them because why would you spend your time responding to this person's question and giving them time when they're not listening to your response? They're only asking you a question to give you their opinion afterwards. Now, what's really going on in this situation? The person that has asked you that question doesn't agree with something that you're doing in your life because they're right. They are 100% right in their thinking and you're wrong. And they need to tell you because they can't be wrong. Typically, the type of person that does that cannot cope emotionally. And here's why. It's called polarizing, polarized thinking. When we have trauma or emotional unrest in our bodies, we tend to polarize things as good, as good or bad. Things that make us feel good, great, we'll do more of. Things that make us feel bad or uneasy, we'll do less of. So we tend to polarize. We have a certain situation happened to us once and we label that as bad. That's bad. We shouldn't do that again. And then over a period of time we have that's good, that's bad. And that acts as our moral compass. Most of the time, if we actually delve down into these, we realize that most of our opinions come not from a well thought out plan of action, but indeed they come from one specific situation that occurred. But going back to that situation I was speaking about, be aware of people that ask you how questions and then you respond and then they give you their opinion anyway because they don't really care about what your response was. All that they're doing is opening up with that question so that they can impart their nuggets of wisdom on you. But here's the reality of what's going on. If they were comfortable and they knew what they're believing was actually factually accurate, they wouldn't feel the need to tell you because they'd be content in their own thinking. And that's the point. I think we notice this a lot. When you're really content and happy with your thoughts in an area, if you do want to share them, there's a warmth to sharing them because it's like, yeah, you know, I've done this and it feels great. You you are a warm individual by sharing it. But if you're someone who is 
deliberately asking people how questions. And then when they respond, you're saying, well, actually, you need to look at it this way. What you're doing is you're putting your insecurities onto that other person. And that's problematic. It's problematic for you because you've got no self-awareness that you're doing it. But it's as the listener, as the audience, as the person that has responded to it, here's what happens. You know, someone asks you a question, you answer and they, they respond. Kind of gives you two options. You can either brush it under the carpet and not respond to it. Or what generally happens is it does alter your thinking. And then you spend time thinking about what this person said to you and it influences you. And that is time spent not working on what you should be working on. For me, this is the kind of under the radar toxic questions that people can ask you all the time. Now, here's how to deal with it if these are people in your life, because I think this is ultra important, right? How do you deal with this situation? Well, there's there's kind of a few options. There's, the first option is you cut this person out of your life if that's all that they're doing, is just trying to impart their insecurities and their knowledge onto you. You, you just got to say, well, I can't listen to it anymore and By doing that, you're drawing a line in the sand and you're moving on. And there's a power to doing that. The second thing that you do is you embrace it and you allow the person to influence you with the knowledge that you will learn more off the back of it. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, if this person's so sure in their thinking, it should hold up under scrutiny. So after they've imparted their wisdom on you, their so-called wisdom, you can go away and you can think about what they've said and then you can actually do some research and make an informed opinion on whether you think they're right or not. I would hazard a guess that they are most of the time incorrect in at least most of their thinking. But that allows you to become more self-assured in your own thinking, which is also ultra important. It's kind of a free way of getting feedback from the world. So there's kind of a few different ways that you can you can handle that, that toxic um, influence people, which is, you know, a little bit under the radar. The other way that people influence you in a toxic manner. And by a toxic manner, I mean that it's not good for you and and what you're trying to do in your life is that they have an unease about what you're doing. And it's kind of like this background resonance to them where they're always picking at you and they're always asking you unhelpful questions. These aren't necessarily how questions. They can be, why are you doing it like that? What's the point of doing that? They're picking at you. And the reason why they're picking at you is because they don't understand why you're doing it that way. Now, let's think about this a different way. If I'm completely content in how I'm looking at the world and someone else does something different, I'm completely happy with that because I've made my decision. But if I see someone else acting in a different way and it doesn't sit well with me, That's because obviously I'm not comfortable in myself. And what I'm going to do is to get that person back into line. I'll give you an example of a social setting where this happens. So for example, you invite someone into your existing social circle and they act in a manner which isn't coherent with the rest of the group or cohesive. And potentially this person can offend that group of people. Now, the initial thinking is that that person's wrong and you know he he does all these things wrong and he needs to learn and he needs to get in line and he needs to... But that's not necessarily true, is it? Because we all inherently thrive in different situations and different scenarios. We can't be liked by everyone. Now, the initial thought is that person needs to draw it, you know, get into line. And But the thing is, who's the audience? Who's the pers- people that are in that room? Are these the types of people that A, you want to spend time with or B, can be helpful to you? Because that could be a room full of toxic people there. You know, that could be a group of people that are negative, that are judgmental, 
that aren't working towards aspiring to do better things in your life. Well, quite frankly, if I go into that type of environment, it's quite unlikely being the way I am that I will be liked. But here's the point. Will I allow that to toxically affect the way that I view the world? Of course I won't. Because other people's opinions are coming through their filters. And if they're fundamentally insecure and they're not aware of it or they're pessimistic or they're judgmental, all of these things can influence you. And this is why it's important to believe in what you're doing with your life, to have confidence in what you're doing, because you may have 20 people in a given context not agree with what you're saying and what you're doing. But here's the important point. If you spent your life working these things out, and that's your decision to do that, I can pretty much guarantee that most of those people that are being judgmental, that aren't humble, haven't spent that time actually thinking through their actions and their thoughts, and you have. And there's a clarity and a strength and an inner conviction that comes with doing that. And that is how you become the calm in the storm. That's how you become the person that is uninfluenced by other people because you've taken the time to develop your life. Very strong on on that specific last point that I've made just because it's been such an important phase in my life where I've I've faced up against many situations where um, I'm trying to do the right thing in my life and I'm experiencing ways in which I can help other people. And that's not always received well. A lot of people are happy where they are being discontent because they don't want to take a look in the mirror and they don't want to develop their life. And that's okay. That's their decision. And I'm, you know, I don't necessarily want to be judgmental about them. But what I'm saying is that I don't need these people to influence my life in a toxic way. So hopefully these two examples can shed a bit of light into your life and maybe illuminate situations or times that you can control a little bit better with a little bit more understanding on why these people are trying to influence you. You know, they're trying to influence you into their way of thinking because that way of thinking allows them to cope with their emotions. Well, if you can cope with your emotions anyway, we all don't have to be so reactive to situations that happen in our life. And that is one of my current, (laughs) I say current, it's one of my truths that I really believe in at this phase in my life. This podcast is brought to you by Social Attraction. Self-development, dating and lifestyle design for men. For more information, visit www.socialattraction.co.uk.